So I wanted to offer a few more instructions this morning on working with thoughts and a little bit about emotions. Two of the most common things that tend to uh, spin us out or uh, derail our sense of inner balance in life as in meditation I think it was Suzuki Roshi, uh, one of the main uh, Soto Zen teachers who helped uh, bring Zazen here to the United States in a profound way, uh, who said, don't be bothered by your thoughts. Let them come and let them go. So this is the orientation, the inner orientation that we Uh, aim to have in relation to our thoughts, to simply allow them to be there, to have space for them to come and to go like clouds in the sky. One of the main tools to help us to do this is using a noting or labeling technique of just naming thought as thought. So you're sitting, you're following your breathing. Next thing you know, you're off in some story, but you wake up from that at some point. So in that moment of waking up, just simply acknowledge the reality of what's been happening. Oh, thinking, thinking. In a general way, we can can note thinking. And then often, just in that moment of waking up and noting it, thought is fleeting and evanescent enough that it it just vanishes in that moment. And we can come back, allow the attention to return to our anchor. For most of you, is the breath. Sometimes it's useful to also label thoughts more specifically. Planning, planning, remembering remembering, worrying, worrying. As I mentioned last night, sometimes you can kind of start to tell the top few stories that run and just have names for them. You know, the job story, the relationship story, the this story, you just, oh, it's, that's that one, you know, and then coming back, letting it go. The essence of working with thoughts is to learn to see thought as thought. To learn to see it as it is. We mistake thoughts for reality. One of my first meditation teachers used to say, thought of the mother is not the mother. So the thought of your mother or some person in your life is just a thought. It's not the person. A thought of the future is not the future, it's just a thought. But when we don't see thought clearly, we give them tremendous power, our thoughts, when we don't see them clearly. The power to really rule us and uh, shape our reality and affect our choices. So this is a very essential part of our practice, seeing thought as thought. Mm 
Sometimes when there are more persistent thoughts, repetitive thoughts, stories that keep coming back again and again, simply noting them and labeling them uh, it might require a little bit more uh, intention in how you're relating to that experience when there's these repetitive thoughts often they're actually riding on some emotion some kind of wave of energy or emotion in the body and the thought or the story is just kind of the tip of that whole wave so from time to time if there are repetitive or persistent thoughts after noting it you can just turn your attention inward to the body, to the heart, and listen. How does it feel right now? Is there any emotion here? They're just making space to inquire in that way and then to just feel and sense what's present. You might find, oh, there's anxiety, or oh, there's fear, or oh, there's hurt here, or jealousy, or anger, you know, some energy. And that's why the thought keeps coming up is because there's this feeling that wants to be known, that wants to be held and felt. So in that case, then it becomes working with the emotion, actually meeting and feeling the emotion. The process of being mindful of emotions is kind of an art in its own right. Uh, The broad strokes of which are again, first naming it, simply being aware and seeing it clearly. To know sadness as sadness, to know fear as fear. Just as with thoughts, sometimes naming the emotion is sufficient. The awareness is strong enough or the emotion is, uh, doesn't have a lot of momentum. Simply in seeing it, it can fade, dissipate. And that's fine. There's no need to go into an emotion. naming it and coming back to your breathing or sound or the body. It's an excellent practice. Leaving it in the background. Just letting it be there. So there's some confusion, you become aware of it, name it, oh, confusion confusion. And then just come back to the breathing. You don't need to do anything about it. You don't need to figure it out. You don't need to make it go away or understand it or transform it. Just let it be. Other times it's right in our face, so to speak. We don't have the choice to leave it in the background. 
In these cases, the process is first one always of coming to balance. Finding balance inside before you really enter and feel the emotion. Using the tools and skills that you have to make sure you have your wits about you, that you're grounded, oriented, some sense of balance and perspective so that the emotion doesn't flood or overwhelm you. Once there's balance, then you can just feel the emotion in the body from the neck down, just meeting its energy. How does this feel? Where do you feel the emotion? What does it feel like there? And then you can stay with it as long as you like. You can take breaks. And you can come back to your breathing at any time. So I've said a lot. So I just want to uh, summarize main points. So thoughts, let them come and let them go. Just noting thinking as thinking. If there are specific categories, giving that a name and just coming back. Emotions, also naming them, seeing them as they are. Sometimes just coming back and letting them be in the background. When they're strong, checking that you're balanced. If not, taking time to rebalance. That's the primary response if it's too strong. If there's balance, meeting the energy, feeling it in the body, giving it space, bringing interest and kindness to that experience. So let's sit quietly together. <clears throat> 